We're fresh off our news cruise in France, and we're packed to the gills with duty-free European news. Truth line. He's a happy drunk, probably likes drinking. Let him drink. Let him crack on with it. Let him drink himself away. This is such nonsense. Such utter nonsense. Pokemon go to the polls. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Personally, I find racism funny. Fascist crackpot. Yeah, we're not here to talk to you. And hopefully the brain attached to the mouth, right? The brain. More important than the mouth is the brain. Truthline with Duncan Cocker. Yes, Duncan, this is he. Welcome to Truthline. Here we be. Well, the time is 4.20.69, so we need to have today's headlines, don't we? Yeah. Headlines. Ban this sick filth. Bad news for Roman Catholic Yu-Gi-Oh fans, as His Holiness the Pope declares all cardboard products haram. Find yourself an exposed wire, an unguarded substation, or even get a fishing line and hit an overhead power cable to accept the gift of the All-Father. That one's from the Daily Sport. Prime Minister Boris Johnson to apologise after discovering that 5G masks erected across the country have been accidentally set to coronavirus instead of cancer. And Cornwall in open rebellion as the CRA, or Cornish Republican Army, set up armed checkpoints throughout the fudge and scrumpy heartlands of the United Kingdom's southwest. Apparently a very deprived area following the Crab King's invasion and subsequent pressure on the area's dependent fishing routes. And in case you'd like it, in this reporter's humble opinion, these cider-soaked savages should know when they're conquered. Truthline. Uh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm curious about this one, so let's, let's try and get straight into this Cornish patriotism situation. I think I'm joined now by Fennel Cartwright on the line, who's on the scene right now of an alleged CRA training camp. Fennel, paint a word picture for us. What can you see? What can you smell? Yes, Duncan, there's a thick stench in the air today here in the coastal town of Bute. And I'm not talking about the stink of short crisp pastry and onion one might typically associate with Cornwall. I'm, of course, talking about the smell of nationalism. Bude is normally disguised as a holiday resort for schoolchildren, but I'm led to believe these crafty Cornish c**ts have more nefarious purposes in mind for the otherwise destitute and boring settlement. Uh, hmm, uh, yeah, it sounds a bit like you're in a playground there, Fennel. They must be radicalising their soldiers extremely young. Yes, it seems children as young as six are having their smooth little brains soaked in the vile bilge of Cornish patriotism. And alongside this twisted indoctrination is a relentless regime of training involving violent skills such as archery, orienteering and abseiling, presumably meant to better equip them to overthrow our English way of life. Fennel, the Cornish themselves, from your observations, do you feel they are an intelligent race? Are they able to feel pain? Or compassion. In other words, would we be able to kill them without feeling bad? Oh, a pissing hell. I, I, I've got to go, Duncan. I think one of the Cornish insurgents has spotted me spying on the children through this fence. Uh, this has been Fennel Cartwright. Goodbye. Thank you, Fennel, for adding more fuel to the fire. Truthline. Now let's see what rancid celebrity secrets have made their way up Waspatia Diatribe Celeb Line. 
Schlibline. Hey guys, it's Waspasia Diatribe. <laughs> the blues baron of hell, Tom Waits, often claims he's part of the U.S. Forestry Service, but here on Celebline, we found no evidence for that to be true. Furthermore, his latest song, I've Been Lying About Working for the U.S. Forestry Service, brings the claim further into dispute, even though the lyrics seem to be just a raspy collection of words selected at random. Uh, it's from his new EP, I Lied About Being in the Coast Guard too. Let's listen. Well, back again in the stream. Later, take your ears out, put them on my head, kiss your bones, my high yellow leg. Tapping out a beat on the brow of the Buddha, got my lime green slacks and the color is wood. And I tap, 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 and I meep, 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 watching rugrats on a hardware store on the street. Reeling the bird on my rusty rope. Devil on my shoulder, convinced I'm the Pope. Eat my tobacco at the Sunday fair, breathing out liquid, oh gray Well, well, the Crab King don't go here no more. Wow, that was weird. <laughs> I do love Rugrats though. Ah, <laughs> oh, thanks for connecting to the celeb line. I'm Waspasia. <laughs> See you next time for more exclusive. It's exclusive. Trash. Trash. The celeb line. Next, we've got Truthline's only bit of gynocentric broadcasting, Women's Minute. And what a minute it's to be. I'm told it's going to be a really respectful. Respe- Hello? Yeah, come in. Uh, I'm I'm told we're uh, we're not able to play Women's Minute right now, but we will absolutely find a minute, uh, a spare minute later in the show, uh, uh, and and we and I promise we'll 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 put it in then. Truthline. Attention A, E, unknown variable A, R, fifteen, spawn of Elon Musk. Collect your gelatinated water cube from the receptacle immediately and do not interact with the other prison island citizens. Sorry, sorry, listeners. Bit of a time paradox. We've accidentally just played a clip from a future news story there, so please don't listen to what you just heard. That's that's two cock-ups in a row there, so absolutely definitely not up to our regular standards today, uh, and I can only apologise. So instead... Do you mind? We're on air. You're drinking a fucking beer! We're trying to make a radio programme in here! What do you do? What do you do here? Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So why don't we go over to a piece prepared by a new member of the Truthline team, Charlie Boycott, former NME journalist turned historian, who's going to bring us the history of Truthline. Truthline. Time Paradox. Now, most of our listeners won't know that Truthline's actually been around for quite a few centuries now. So, if you're one of those, stick around with me, Charlie Boycott, to find out just where the news started. And who knows, you might learn something. Truthline began its storied history as the Truth Light, named after the blinking light on the very first newsboat. News 
Newsboat here, Newsboat here. Top deck for news, bottom deck for rumours. This Newsboat would communicate facts, tales and the occasional poem via Morse code, which was of course in those days known as Whipley's Jabbings, getting its current name after the repopularisation through the television show Inspector Morse. And back then, Morse code had to be clocked out by a chicken, which was the most advanced technology we had aboard these ships. After making its rounds, the first news boat returned to the Truth Lighthouse to collect more rumours and hearsay to spread across the seven seas. Seafaring news merchants would cheer themselves up on long journeys with sea shanties, learned from one another and traded between ships. A sort of early version of Spotify. News, news, news you can use. We're on a cruise for the news that you can use. News, news, news you can use. We're on a cruise for the news that you can use. The news boat made its famous final voyage in 1790. After a group of pirates led by the infamous Captain Cutlassbeard captured the boat under the pretense that news was a tangible object that could be plundered. Yeah, news be a tangible object what can be plundered. So hand yours over or we'll hang you from the mizzen and guzzle your gizzards. Yeah, cross-eyed northern newsmonger. Do your worst, sir. I'd sooner lay down me life and give up me news to the likes of ye. I regret I have but one life to lose for the news. Do this, and in 300 years the truth light will shine through every major podcasting service the globe over. Aye, I were hoping you'd say that. (laughs) Upon realising their mistake, and that news actually exists in our hearts, they slaughtered everyone on board. After that, the news would not be heard again until the invention of the telegram. Fast forward 200 years, and the world of news gathering has become entirely globalised. We use far more sophisticated methods nowadays to bring you the news. Now, all stories start in Africa, in countries like Ghana or Congo, where unrefined truth is gathered from deep within rumour mines run by the remnants of the East India Company. From there, it's sent by plane to one of Eastern Europe's bustling rumour mills, where the raw rumours are shaped by tough post-communist hammers into hearsay. After that, the fresh hearsay is sent on the Trans-Siberian Railway over to China because it's cheaper. to be straightened out into something much closer to the fully formed headlines and facts the likes of which you get from this programme. Now you're asking, how does it come all the way from China to here? Well, that's easy. A special news courier goes all the way from Xinjiang to the information laboratory in Soho. Waterloo Road. Down Waterloo Road. It 
It's a gruelling task. They have to walk the entire way. As delicate modern news doesn't travel as well as it used to. And in the lab, we apply a special process that strips out all the swear words you and Chinese propaganda that would otherwise pepper every broadcast. And you're left with reports like this. Reports of an army of giant crabs advancing sideways, of course, upon Plymouth. Completely devoid of lie. Truth line. Hello there, you look like a respectable sort. So what do you think of Truthline? I don't like it at all. I actually think that the news nowadays has got less relevance than it ever has, to be quite honest. And um, I just think you're, you're, you're doing a punt up a dark alley, to be quite frank. Um, I don't listen to it. I encourage anyone else to never listen to it themselves. Truthline. Only for those with a brain big enough to fit new information. Uh, On loan from the BBC, their new multi-million pound radio programme exposing the lives of common people in primitive England, circa 10-something AD. Here it is. The Danish forces are rampaging through Etherwich. My lord, uh, they prefer the Danes. The Danes are rampaging through Yorvich, and... Uh, uh, my lord, uh, they actually pronounce it Yorvik now. Hmm. The Danes are rampaging through Yorvik with 12,000 men uh, and... Uh, my, my lord, uh, it's actually closer to 14,000 men at the moment, so... Uh, uh, Look, a pleasant peasant is never a pedant. Flippensopple. Welcome once again, my lords and ladies. The Alderman has declared that you all must hear this latest entry in the great chronicle, Tales of Blood, Love, Christianity, and Heathen Paganry. All these shall be laid before you within the great chronicle. We rejoin our hero, the peasant leader Bronson, in petitioning King Ethelwulf for the right to bid hello, the most comely maiden in all of Essex, the lovely Willa. Here now speaketh Bronson in his lowly plea. Lord, I've not had a single sick or holiday day in my forty years toiling. Good God be with you. But if and I can't enlist in the big feud you've raised, I'll never be able to impress the good... Uh, we have to stop there. Sorry for the interruption. It uh, does sound very good indeed, this new programme, so, so apologies again. But I've just been told by the government that we're not allowed to air it because of its representation of Cornish characters, as they don't want to make the situation any worse given the open rebellion in the southwest as i'm told that a number of celebrity restaurateur rick stein's restaurants have all just been burned down by the cra very 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 sad news there and to speak on the subject of rebellion right now we've managed to find someone with similar issues very close to their heart a failed revolutionary himself russell brand hello russell well, hello duncan you're right uh yes so like i just wanted to say right like I've personally always had this, like, affinity with, like, the downtrodden, the, the, the marginalised, the, the unrepresented, the, the mm. alienated, the, yes. the disempowered, okay, uh, those without. Yep. And the struggle of the Cornish is one that resonates like a big bell down through the mm. centuries with people who have no voice. 
And I reckon, actually, Dungan, your programme is doing free advertising for Her Majesty's Government, for Parliament, for the bigwigs. And that's why I'm announcing live on air right now that I'm going down to Penzance to start a new rival podcast to yours. One what <laughs> cuts through all the balderdash, the blarney, the nonsense and the, okay. the claptrap. Okay. And put the real truth of these people's uh-huh. great yeah, okay. struggle okay. out okay. there. Okay, very exciting. So what's this new show called, Russell? Go on, I'm letting you have the last word here. Uh, well, I, like, it's, it's a working title. Like, I haven't really... Uh, Russell, what's it called? Uh, it's the True Rose. Ugh. Russell Brand, thank you very much. Truthline. A scoop now that we've managed to secure for our reporter, Reginald Mandible MBE, disgraced BBC video journalist. This is Reginald Mandible MBE's take on London youth culture. Capital! Now, after my personal trainer took me to an underground concert or gig, as the youth might call it, I've been converted into somewhat of a rap music enthusiast. My name is the novelist. I'm always talking about from the ends. My friends, we've got The thumping beats you might hear throughout the streets of London shithole could easily be mistaken for Shakespeare. But it's actually the music styling of the latest up-and-coming drill artist. <laughs> The first thing I discovered upon arriving in London was the money. After that, I discovered Peckham. I found a kindred spirit in all these drill aficionados, or drillos as they're known on the street. (laughs) Surely comparisons can be drawn between the cutthroat hiring process of Lloyd's and the cutthroat culture upon the streets. Are young ethnic men that different from Nelson? <laughs> Me thinks not. We got the passion for money. Bang for the money like Tony. Like how many muse I'm lonely. Thank you, Reginald, for that intimidating report. We all hope you're able to get home safe to your wife and children tonight. Truthline. Byline now, and an update for you on the situation with the revolting Cornish Patriots. This comes with news that celebrity chef Rick Stein has, in addition to all of his restaurants being burned down throughout Cornwall, been captured by the CRA and is being held hostage in their base in Truro. A spy loyal to Truthline has managed to plant a listening device within the chalky walls of the CRA's den. So I'm going to patch us through to their inner circle, and I'll be joined here with an MOD interpreter to decipher what these belligerent bumpkins are on about. And I do have to warn you, some of what you hear may be violent. Spyline. Well, they cheering from they always remember the... Oh, yes. Uh... Ah, yes, Dr. Pepper and Dr. Flipper, two individuals intelligence is aware of. Uh, We believe they are code names for two Cornish agents who have infiltrated the military high command, uh, who we believe are engineering some sort of dangerous chemical agent. Oh, trip. Dr. Tripp, uh, that's actually a new one to me, uh, but we'll certainly be following up on that alias. I'll come down and get him, we'll make him up in the wine. That's right. He didn't wish to stop. Wine, uh, wine, okay, uh, well that's very interesting. It seems obvious to me that the delivery method for this chemical agent will be through the national wine supply. Uh, I can only imagine how devastating this will be for the middle classes. No way. Oh no. Very funny people. Yeah. 
As you can hear, they're having a jolly good laugh about the potential deaths of millions of good Britons. Uh, chilling, really. But do you know what happened? A rat, Oh, this could be bad news. Uh, they're now discussing a spy or rat in their midst. Uh, yeah, um, unfortunately, they're discussing catching and hanging this rat with his back to them in a garage um, in a traditional symbolic act of Cornish paganry. Deed. Deed, yes, well, that's what the rat is now. I think that speaks for itself. I know you were. I know you were a pretty funny bloke. Oh, yes, yeah. I got on her with old Frank. Like, had Frank to do his meals, didn't I? Oh, Harold will make a cup no, of tea. He'll make a cup of tea. He'll make a bloody cup of tea. Um, yes, well, I, I actually am afraid I couldn't pass that last bit. Have a cup of tea, Frank. Spyline. Let's have a distraction from all this important stuff by hearing from whoever about anything. Mindline. I'm for Mindline. I'm for Mindline. I'm for Mindline. I am for Mindline. We're We're for Mindline. Well, hello everybody and welcome to the next episode of Mindline, the proletarian public address broadcast that puts you on the big soapbox at the very centre of the United Kingdom. There are no finger-wavy school teachers telling you off for voicing your opinion here. Why? Because we know that all opinions are as good as each other, as has been roundly proven by the corking contributions made on our previous sodes. OK, let's get this ball on the road. I can't wait. It's another corker, folks. Are some people better than others? The past week has seen a media storm after a number of celebrities posted the hashtag we are better than you to their social media accounts. But are they? Are celebrities gains ill-gotten or goody good good? Is the poverty experienced by peasants appalling or ace? You decide. Our first caller actually thinks that everyone is equal and that no one is better or worse than anyone else. I can't wait to hear this. Hello, Brenda from Clifton. Oh, hello, Bart, and thanks for having me on. Well, actually, I think that everyone, despite their ability, deserves an equal amount of respect, compassion and care. Oh, Brenda, that's all very well, but aren't we just ignoring basic facts here? Some people can't even contribute to society at all. Aren't they basically just useless mouths who should be purged so that the rest of us can pay less in taxes? I think that paying a meagre amount in tax is a small price to pay for compassion. I just wish people would view human dignity as non-negotiable. (laughs) Okay, Brenda, but if we pay less to the government, then we'll be able to afford to purchase more things. Uh, Just something to think about. Uh, Okay, next caller is Kev from Wickford. What do you have to say on the topic, Kev? Well, Bart, mate, what I think, right, is we're all the same at the end of the day. It's like when I was down to Boozer the other day, and I saw his last bird at the end of the bar, and lo and behold, she ordered a pint, just like what a bloke would. To be honest, it made my head go mental when I saw it, but... There you go. Okay, Kev. Thanks very much and drive safe. (laughs) Next up, we have David from Guildford, who I'm told is a bit of a business whiz. Hi, Bart. Yeah, just a bit. Well, if you count being made deputy head of change management at a major London-based financial derivatives company being a bit of a business whiz, then sue me, Bart. (laughs) Only joking. But yeah, sure. I know a thing or two about the business world. (laughs) Okay, great. And I suppose you feel this gives you a special insight into whether uh, some people are better than others then. Well, listen here, 
Chum, let me explain something to you. You don't scramble your way up the greasy pole like I did without some major, and I mean major, grafting. 5 a.m. starts, pints of coffee, harassment tribunals, you name it. After accomplishing all of that, people call me the business onion. Know why? Because I've got so many fucking layers on my CV. <laughs> now, if that doesn't make me better than the next loser on his way to a job at a petrol station, then I don't know what the hell does. <laughs> Ciao for now, Bart. Wow, uh, staring stuff there from David. Uh, apologies for the inappropriate language there. Um, we are a live show and we don't censor. Oh, yes, <laughs> we have a real treat for you now. It's time to unleash the Gatsby, everyone. Hello, Gatsby. You're becoming quite the fan favourite. Where are you today? Well, hello again, Bart. A pleasure as always. And today I'm being very naughty by snooping around the Royal Lodge. Oh, yes, Gatsby, that is very naughty. <laughs> well, never mind that. Come on, then, let's hear it. Are some people better than others? Well, Bob, I would have to say a very hale and hearty yes to that. <laughs> After all, how else can I lose this family who accumulated our mastery of properties and land holdings in the possession of a clear advantage in intellect, gumption, and chutzpah? It's always run through our blood for generations. In fact, I proved my own dominance over lesser humans annually when at the start of the grouse shooting season, I chose the poorest member of the local parish and hunt them down using my peasanting gun. I'm pleased to say that I've yet to fail to bring a trophy back to the lodge following such events. Gatsby, that was, uh, that was beautiful. Well, I think that settles it, ladies and gentlemen. While on this programme we say that no opinions are better than others, I think it's fair to say that we've showed quite conclusively that some people just are better. Truthline. Every 60 seconds in Africa, a minute passes. Many people in Africa simply don't have two controllers for their PlayStation 4s. You may be disappointed to hear that most people in the Congo haven't even heard of C++, let alone know how to develop an app using it. Together, we can put a stop to this. That's why we're appealing for your help. Please share this message on social media. Every like is a prayer. Line. Since all advertisements and commercials in the entire world now begin with the words, in these uncertain times. During these uncertain times. In these times of uncertainty. In uncertain times. In uncertain times. Uncertain times. And then go on to say, so here's to the X, over and over and over. Here's to you, the celebration starters. Here's to the crazy ones. Here's to the uncommon ones. Here's to every kind of love. What you're about to hear isn't a paid promotion. In fact, I'm choosing to play this advert for free because it's good. It's coming. It's coming. It's coming. And there's nothing you can do to stop it. That's right. 
sinners. Unbelievers. You said it wasn't possible. But now, because of your actions, all are destined to witness. Taco Bell coming to the UK. Wow! That's right, amigos. Adios, fish and chips. You'll soon be able to enjoy authentically delicious artisanal Hispanic food without having to spend 10 hours on a plane. That means right here in the UK you'll be eating crunchy tacos, large drinks, and rich creamy quesadillas. The recipes have been finely tuned to suit the delicate British digestive system. With refined or process, leaving almost no guts, bones, or scales in the finished product. That means no more toilet explosions. And no more pesky gut worms. And Taco Bell's new European menu adds a Spanish twist. Try the new gazpacho burrito. Or the paella ice cream. Mmm, so goloso. Taco Bell. Come to the grand opening of our flagship location on the island of Jersey this weekend. This message paid for by the tourism board of the island of Jersey. Truthline. Scouring the woods for truthals with our news hogs. Since the revelation that all sporting events, not just wrestling, are completely staged according to a strict script, conventional sports journalism has become redundant. That's why our sports correspondent, Dino, will be taking his unmistakable brand of booze-soaked banter into the world of e-sports, the only remaining bastion of true athleticism. Over to you, Dino. Oh yeah, nice one, Dunk. My name's Dino, and I'm lucky enough to be here today at the Counter-Strike World Championships held in Minsk with one of the biggest pro gamer players in the whole king world. He's been described as the Michael Jordan of video gaming. He's got almost a million Instagram followers and twice that on his uh, twitch.tv. I'm, of course, talking about the one, the only... Ufshenk Kalenko, how are you, mate? It's very nice to uh, be here for you, Dino. Yeah, me too, mate. So, Ufshenk, let's talk about your gamer tag. That's a bit like the tiger in Tiger Woods, for you listeners at home. Yours is XXKazawakiXX. What's that mean, then? Sounds like some sort of, like, mental, like, Japanese samurai. Eh, uh, yes, uh, Kawasaki, she's a favorite girl from a favorite anime show, Pretty Pretty Magic Girls Kindergarten. He's very cute. Oh, right. Well, like, that's like nothing to be ashamed of. Like, a lot, a lot of sportsmen have, like, their own, like, lucky charms and that. Like, Tiger Woods, like, he couldn't play without his red polo. Like, not even once. Anyway, back on you, Ufshenk. You won this event last year for an eye-watering 20 million Dollars. Have you been spending that? Few Lambos. Fuck off, big mansion, eh? With this money, I send my family back in Ukraine. Some also I spend on uh, limit edition figurine. 
from favorite anime show and computer part. <laughs> I'm no young athletes. <laughs> I reckon you spunk a load of that money on some like mental birds. Like you probably had a few nights out with some like models and like actresses and that, ain't you? Lushen? Yes, I, my girlfriend. She's a model of cosplays. Very famous. Cosplay? Sorry, mate, I ain't got a clue. What's that? She wear a costume of gaming character or anime show. Right, right, like, I, I knew it, mate. Like, right, like a stripper. That's my man. That's my fucking man of shape. Now, mate, what my listeners love the most about my segments is they're like mental stories athletes like you've got. Actually, the other week I had Freddie Flint off on the show and he was telling me about like, this one night. <laughs> he got so cut after a match, he woke up in this Italian family's room in his hotel. <laughs> uh, you got any mad ones like that, you think? Uh, once I am causing problem from saying many racial slur <laughs> in angry outburst uh, during game tournament. It's, it's very funny. Right. Uh, no, 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 not quite what I meant. So, like, there's no danger of you, like... You know, getting like mashed on coat and then like sparking out like a bouncer, like maybe like treat on your girlfriend with like a famous porn star or like you know like something something fun. Um, I, I don't think I don't think so. Right. <sighs> Fuck me. Right. Well, cheers, of Sheng. Back to you, Duncan. Hmm? Oh, oh, thank you, Dino. Uh, g- uh, great stuff as always. Very exciting. And we can't wait to hear about all the other esports personalities you'll be meeting all month in Minsk. Truthline. So I think we've got a spare minute now. Uh, so I know I promised earlier on that we'd that we'd bump women's minutes to later on in the show. So I think are, are we? Uh, yeah, we should have. A- okay, we've got a spare minute. So let's roll the. Uh, uh, Duncan, Duncan, there's there's a package here for you. It's addressed to you from the CRA. Sorry, that'll have to wait a little bit longer. We've got a package addressed to me, Duncan Cocker, here at Truthline. Let's have a look, then. Certainly wouldn't open it on, on live on air. I think that'd be very dangerous. I'll open it live on air. I don't, I don't care. Duncan, I really would. I can't think of anything dangerous that could fit in a little box like that. All right, let's have a look here. Okay. It's not very heavy, so I don't think they've sent me anything expensive. Opening it now. It's a pasty. Try not to be too stereotypical, but... I'm uh, I'm certainly not going to eat the uh, the oily thing, but uh, ah, uh, okay. I'm just being told that we're getting a phone call now from the CRA headquarters in Truro. They've used a special code word to prove that it's them, so I'm going to speak to them now, if possible. Is that okay, Eric? Can we get them on? We'll patch them through. Okay, we'll patch them on. We'll we'll we'll, we'll have them we'll have them uh, explain why they've sent me this disgusting. Now. Okay, now. okay. Hello, this is Truthline. Who have I got? Pleased to meet your acquaintance, Mr. Cock. Er, allow me to introduce myself. This is Toad Pycroft, Chief Generalist of Owen Head Baker of the CRA. Hello, Toad. <laughs> Hello. You've been rather a personal project of mine for quite some time now, Mr. Duncan. Quite a lot of late night reading I've done on you and your show now, my lad. Oh, get to the point, you illiterate. Twat. Sorry, we'll we'll bleep that later. <laughs> well, quite a temper you've got there. All right, I'll be brief then. Try the pasty, Duncan. 
Mm, sorry, I don't. All right, that's fine. Just open it then. Ugh, okay. Opening it now, I'm making a lengthways incision into the suborbital lobe of the pasty. There's a very potent fragrance of onion muck. I'm now bisecting the pasty. There's a there's a viscous cold brown liquid oozing forth. Uh, there's something a bit tougher in the middle here. Ah, it's a it's a human finger. Okay, Toad, whose might this be? <laughs> it's someone very dear to you, Duncan. Father. No, that's horrible. I'd never do that. I'd uh, like to go to restaurants, don't you, Duncan? Rich food, eh? Uh, no. Well, in London, perhaps, when I'm on a date. <laughs> I knew it. Well, this finger is a choice cut from Rick Stein, your spiritual god. And there'll be more bits coming of him in the post if you don't cease your unjustified attacks and relentless dim coverage of the Cornish Peace and Reconciliation Project. <laughs> Shut up, Rum. Rick Stein, the chef. <laughs> uh, no, you're mistaken. Send the whole body if you want. Uh, I really... Really can't stress this enough, I I don't care. He's just news to me. <laughs> Methinks the Duncan doth protest too much. This ain't the last you've heard of me, or of Mr. Stein. Huh. Well, I hope they're very happy about what they done. And uh, condolences and uh, good luck to Mr. Stein through what I'm sure will be a very traumatic experience for him. Etc. Anyway, let's have Women's Minute. I've been looking forward to that all show. We've got 14 seconds left in Women's Minute. I'm joined here by Professor Elton Curtis of the University of St Andrews Women's Building Faculty, and he's going to very, very quickly share his top tips for deflecting catcalls from modern construction workers in 2020. Professor Elton? Uh, it's Professor Curtis, actually, rather than Professor Elton. Thank you. Uh, ooh, ah, yeah, sorry. Uh, feels like we were just getting started there. But thank you very much, Dr Elton, for joining us in another enriching Women's Minute. It's a pleasure as always, Duncan, and I look forward to coming back some other time. Truthline. Let's bring the pace down a little bit with some more Instagram poetry. I chose this one myself using the app's Discover feature. So let's hear the beat from the digital street. I am high vibrational. Low key, you're the door, I'm the knob, what's it for, I'm the key, you're what I saw, in the bar with your crew, but I saw
the real you. Well, listener, you've been very, very brave to make it this far. The Truthline listenership contract states that anyone that's made it to 40 minutes has to now go to Instagram at TruthlineOfficial and click follow. Sorry, but I don't make the rules. Anyway, let's have our last news updates and headlines. Headlines. British livestock form shared consciousness due to another misalignment on the 5G towers across the country. Farmers are fearing that unionization will follow. Russell Brand reportedly locked inside 40-foot wicker man in rural Cornwall. Uh, In the sun, we've got... Now, it's all about that time-traveling robotic assassin sent back to murder the future savior of humanity. Let's put that one away. There's a terrifying developing story in Japan as Hajino Kyodai Tokage Shimejiken Saigai Susenri Gashinda. So, for our sakes, I certainly hope it doesn't make its way over here. And an uneasy alliance has been struck between the invading giant crabs and the Cornish Republican Army, forming the new organization, the CCRA, the Cornish and Crustacean Republican Alliance. Luckily, both of these forces appear to be too stupid to direct their attention to anywhere important, like London. And nope, news, I'm fresh out of that. I have been Duncan Cocker, we have been Truthline, baby, bye, bye, bye. Line featured Francine Dulong, Dan Maskell, Henry Maynard, Joey Bracken, Joe Boswell, Amelia Doughty, Alberto Garcia Roca, George Morris, and Russell Brand. It was written by Joey Bracken, Joe Boswell, Dan Maskell, Dan Jones, George Morris, Henry Maynard, and Anya Alexander. This episode featured music from Dan Jones and Jared Fountain. The Truthline theme is by Sam Preston. Truthline was produced by Joey Bracken, Joe Boswell, and Jared Fountain.